0: In all its trials and tribulations, we still choose to do it. Your life literally can be on the line, but those who know, know that it's worth it. Every pain and every struggle. What am I referring to? Motherhood. And not just any type, but specifically Black motherhood. Today's episode will be focused on just that. The sacrifice and the jubilation of bringing our children into this crazy world. That drop of today's discussion will be centered around the film, 1001, starring Tiana Taylor. But I won't be tackling this huge undertaking alone. I'll be joined by the one and only my beautiful and wonderfully intelligent mother, known as TK, a.k.a. Terry, a.k.a. Mama Kelly, or as my sisters and I refer to her, Mommy. So if you want to go watch this film first, which is currently streaming on Peacock, by all means, please do. But come on back to hear a powerful and emotional commentary on the beauty of Black motherhood. Okay, y'all, let's start the show. Welcome to All About Everything, where we talk about well, everything, everything from politics, culture, education, womanhood, manhood, hey, it's all on the table. Are you ready to hear truth and all its complexities? You'll do it here in All About Everything. Hey mommy, thank you so much for joining and supporting me on this new venture of my life, my podcasting journey. I know everyone probably says this when they have a strong relationship with their mother. But you truly have been here for me each and every step of the way in this thing called life. And I want to give you all the flowers that I can. How are you feeling today?
1: Oh, that's so sweet. I'm feeling good. except I'm suffering from some of these allergy ailments. So I would ask you to please excuse my voice right now.
0: Of course. I think that's going around for everybody. Uh, It's been ridiculous. So we definitely will be giving grace. That's what we do here at All About Everything. So, (laughs) Yeah. So, well, uh, before we really dig into the film 1001, which really snuck up on us on how emotional it got, Mm -hmm. Um, but can you tell my listeners how you became my mommy?
1: Oh, (laughs) well, I mean, um, I guess... uh... It starts with a dating journey, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I met your dad uh, when I was an uh, entering freshman at Chattanooga State after graduating from high school um, back in 79. Uh, this actually it was the following spring, and I had graduated, you know, um, that, you know, past, you know, spring into summer. And so, yeah, you know, I had been a student out there, and um, a friend of mine, well, we grew to be friends. She would um, get a ride with me in school. And so, um, you know, we had different class schedules and stuff, but I usually met her in the cafeteria. And so, you know, no, you know, day typical like any other day was out there, but I was, I was grinding in anatomy and physiology classes and chemistry and, you know, that kind of thing. And she was in a different field and, you know, her grand wasn't quite as <laughs> grueling as mine. Mm-hmm. And so um, she, you know, I would always either find her at the cafe or what we call, the, that's what we call the cafeteria, or um, the student center. And so um, and she, she had started, um, you know, kind of hanging out with people that she had gone to high school with. And uh, one of them was a, a very tall Uncle William, you know. Um, and his buddy was your dad. And, you know, they were together so much because she rode in with me and your Uncle William rode in with your dad. They just sort of, I guess you could say, threw us together. So, you know, it was very casual. And uh, at the time, my family was uh, relocating. We were looking for another house. And your dad was very familiar with housing in in Brainerd, uh, North Brainerd area, and that was somewhere we were looking to go. And I was, like, just plump for the picking, you know. He was like, oh, yeah, I know where a lot of houses are. If you give me your number, I can call you and and give you the addresses. And I I said, oh, you would do that? Oh, that's so nice. And that actually... (laughs) started us dating and so um you know we dated um five years and and then we got married and we were what I call a single couple for six Mm -hmm. and then we helped make you yes (laughs) so that that was my journey into um motherhood but um you know like growing up you know you Saw you know, things like whether it was on TV or, you know, just real life presented in front of you. Uh, I was born in the 60s. So, you know, life was a little different. I don't really remember a lot of the very old stuff you know like um you know i just knew of the civil rights Mm -hmm. movement going on you know during the early 60s Mm because i was just a kid kid a toddler kid at that time Mm -hmm. but you know later on you know um um you know we my sisters and i we were kind of you know told about it and and you know um kind of talked about you know what that meant for us and you know some of it was scary and other parts of it was very exciting and so you know um that's kind of how the time that I grew up in Well, mm-hmm. during that time uh in 1967 mm-hmm. I lost my mom my mom um was um I guess what you could say, an overworked nurse, and I know we're going to speak more specifically on this yes. a little later in the, in the uh, piece, but um, my mother was, you know, hypertensive. Mm-hmm. Um, it pretty much went untreated mm-hmm. for a time, and she passed away at 31 from a massive stroke. Yeah. And so um, at that time, you know, my, my family, which consisted of myself and my two sisters, mm-hmm. uh, and my dad was in my life, and mm-hmm. um, my grandmother and my aunt, which those were my mother's relatives, my mom's mom and my mom's sister. Mm-hmm. And so my, my dad, you know, in the midst of his grief, I yes. will give him that, mm-hmm. um, he, you know, just asked mm-hmm. them to help him raise us and Mm -hmm. so there was no formal adoption of anything and 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 if you talk with those of us who came up during that time and we had family situations Mm -hmm. that you know came up like that where you know there was the loss of a parent or some other situation you know uh, family just gathered and family just rallied and Mm -hmm. you know some one in the family, which I was thankful for, my grandmother and my aunt. They just sacrificed, mm-hmm. and they took us on. And, um, you know, so I was raised by my, my aunt and my grandmother.
0: That's awesome. And the word sacrifice uh is a great segue into our second question. What would you say you sacrificed even as a black mother? Um And even a conversation about how my <laughs> name <laughs> came to be. Uh, Might be wrapped up in this, but just to pinpoint the things that you were saying, um, which really funnels right into the movie, too, of how just black people will come together and raise our children, even if it's not in the most government bureaucratic Mm -hmm. way, you know, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. what would you say you sacrificed as a black mother?
1: Well, I mean, I, I think your perspective has something to do with if, you, if you're if looking at the word sacrifice, I mean, most of us, you know, we have some image in our head, like, ah, oh, laying your neck on a chopping block or whatever, mm-hmm. you know. Or most of us think of sacrifice as giving something up. Mm-hmm. So I guess in that realm, in the giving something up, I used to, you know, kind of um, tease, and you probably remember hearing me say this, you growing up, mm-hmm. that I went from being my you know my grandmother's grand oldest granddaughter my sister's oldest sister my aunt's oldest niece um my dad's oldest daughter mm-hmm. to uh my your dad you mm-hmm. know my my boyfriend i mean his mm-hmm. girlfriend i'm mm-hmm. sorry Um, and from his girlfriend to his wife and Mm -hmm. then from his wife to you guys, mom. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, if, if you could say you sacrifice, you, you, and you probably are experiencing this if you haven't already, Mm -hmm. you, you kind of lose a little of your identity, you know, even the way your kids refer to you, my mommy, you're my mommy Mm -hmm. and, you know, nobody else's, you know, and. You know and and the time and attention that you put on that, so you know your hair looks crazy, but the kid's hair looks perfect, yeah, um, your clothes look what, <laughs> and your kids are fine, you know, so you know when I think back over my journey of motherhood, it's those little things, and in fact, those little things. Didn't really, you know, it, they they didn't come to value as much as mm-hmm. maybe they did, you know, time to myself to read a book yeah. or, you know, go get my hair and nails done because it eventually it came, yeah. But you know, in in those moments, I knew I knew exactly what I signed up for, mm-hmm. so it wasn't, you know, any. You know, like, I, I wasn't on your dad about, I never get to go anywhere, and yeah. I never get to do anything. Because we did, but it was uh-huh. redefined for me. Whatever I was doing, my kids went. But It was a uh-huh. family issue. We we celebrated from the time you were born uh-huh. to you guys flew the coop. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and, and people, I mean that in the best of ways. They grew up, they went to college, they, oh, you yeah. know, and all of that. And they always come back home, and it's fine. Yeah. But... uh <laughs> You know, what I what I meant is, you know, every anniversary we mm-hmm. we shared together. I remember my first anniversary when you were our one and only.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We were at there, just picture this romantic setting mm-hmm. in this family-style restaurant. <laughs> Two people looking at each other and just, wow, look at it. We made however many years. I think it would have been seven at mm-hmm. that time. Yeah. And... um and we have a, a a baby carrier with a little fat face baby sitting between us. <laughs> yeah. So those were the way we spent them. You know, mm. just like as y'all got older, you know, y'all got involved in things, and you know, tennis was our thing, oh, and yeah, sure. all our family vacations and around mm-hmm. y'all's tennis trips. Yeah. So if nothing else, um, in 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 maybe not so much sacrifice, but I mm. learned to pivot very yeah. well I learned to make uh lots of lemonade out of what people could perceive as lemons you know no I'm not able to go lunch with my Girls, but you know guess what i' uh if y'all want to I'm out at uh wanna park and they plan we can get together there, mm-hmm. you know y'all bring you know stop by and get you something, we sit at the picnic tables and catch up yeah, you know, I just kind of worked it that way, mm-hmm. and you know even to this day, I probably still um you know think along those lines, so you, your next thing was your name, yeah. okay. <laughs> Okay so at the time um you know we were living with uh your say say and your papa mm-hmm. and um so you know constantly there was family and yeah. family involvement at every turn you know yes. doctors appointment everybody on my side and your dad's side as well, mm-hmm. how did it go? What did they say? You know, and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there was no getting around any of it. So, you know, even as plans for, um, you know, baby showers and what have you, you know, uh, got around, everybody had some input of some kind. right? And, you know, I was somewhat overwhelmed. So, you know, I just allowed people to do what they wanted to do for me. Uh But when it came to names, I you know, I don't know. I think one thing when you're pregnant and if it's working like it should Uh and um, you, you know, you have time at least, that time can be so reflective. And I think... That was probably the first wave in my life, you know, where I was very reflective in my thinking, Mm -hmm. Um, and I knew how important a name was. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I had always, even when your dad and I were dating, I always said, you know, I want my kids to have names that, and and you know, people, this is just the real in me. Yes. I did not want anyone to see any of my children's name on an application and say oh she's black and it goes in file 13 yes. just on that alone mm-hmm. and you know I kind of you know that that just stuck with me and I kind of felt like it would it would you know kind of be that thing that would end up um that would end up um you know just you know, making life harder than it had to be. And as much as it was within me, I wanted to give you the gift of a name that, you know, would be associated with you or, you know, at some point you hated it and you, you know, went to court and legally changed it. That was up to you. But I want to at least get you off to a start. So that's kind of how I thought about it. And so, but, you know, at the same time, you wanted a uniqueness about it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I had a name book and, you know, I run different names by your dad and, you know, some names that I ran by he and your, your say say, they just kind of shut me down on it. Mm -hmm. More so uh, when your sisters were coming than than you, Mm -hmm. they kind of, you know, you know, I always knew what it was like when um, I would say a name and I get this look you know, from from my husband at the, t- you know, at, during that time, your dad, and, you know, I, okay, that one didn't fly. Right. So I, uh, and in fact, the book of names that I had was gifted to me by one of my students, um, nice. you know, at, at the time. And so I, um, you know, um, when I did my student teaching, and I... Um, you know, was looking through it, and um I, some names I, I liked, and some I didn't, but, you know, I had thought if I had a boy,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, Adam was a family name and yeah. your dad's name, so I said, I, I would go with Adam, mm-hmm. you know, first boy, my right. first boy anyway. Mm-hmm. And so, our first child, <clears throat> well, we found out that you were a girl, mm-hmm. <laughs> and so your dad, he really... Liked it was two names he liked. One was Ashante,
0: mm-hmm. which
1: was a beautiful African name, name. Yeah. the other one was Raven because mm-hmm. uh, the Cosby show was very popular, very 90. and that <laughs> 90s, little girl 80s. was a doll, you yeah. know, and everybody just you know thought that was cute, mm-hmm. and so um. I looked. I liked. I kind of was feeling Raven. Yeah. I looked it up. It said "ugly black bird." <laughs> yeah. You know, cause I was into the meaning of stuff, and when I said, I said, "Oh, Raven is out," and so, mm-hmm. um, the the weeks went on, and I'm getting kind of close, and so, um, I was for suffering from insomnia actually, and yeah. it was hard to sleep, and back in those days, you know, the local networks they went off like midnight. And the only thing that was on was CNN, 24-hour news. Yes. And so um, the television was on, and the reporter was talking, and I was kind of laying up there because I was having a hard time sleeping. And um, the um, the uh, reporter said, um, uh Report out of Albany, New York. Mm-hmm. And it just struck me. And I always had this little pad and pen by my bed that if I heard, a you know, a catchy name or something that just really struck me, I wrote it down. And so I don't know what it was about Albany, but I wrote it down. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we kind of, you know, uh, talked about it. And your dad didn't shut me down, and so I say, "Wait, okay, we got some possibility here and so you know since since he allowed me to have um you know a pick of your first name, I said, "Well, what do you think should go with it And yeah. you know we went back and forth and ended up with some moms, so yeah. you were Named Albany cool. Simone, yeah. so you know, and I kind of liked a little asterisk on the end because I wanted people to say Simone, but the, I think it accented kind of funky, and yeah. <laughs> people was like Simone, right. no, it's Simone, you know. And then I just stopped putting the asterisk. Astrid, you know? Yeah, by the time you were school that. age, I didn't put the asterisk in it. That's fine, but yeah, yeah. But that's that was the name game in our family.
0: Awesome. Okay. We're back. So just continuing our conversation, how did your family like support you or make your journey as a black mother worth your while to become even a mother again from having me and to even have twins, no less.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, I, I, like I say, I I mentioned in in our earlier um, segment that, um, you know, I, grew up in the 60s and yeah. all of that. And, I mean, we played with dolls and pretended to be moms and stuff. So it was always in there, mm-hmm. you know. And you were looking to be one. And then, of course, losing mine so young in my life, you know, I'm, I'm, you know I, I don't know what I recognized that as, but I'm pretty sure now, looking back, it was some yearning to want... To know that, you yeah. know, to know what that is. You know, you hear people talking about it so lovingly. Mm-hmm. And, you know, at least that's the way I grew up with it. And I had loving people around me who were my mother figures. And, you know, I did it the first time and it was fine. And, you know, it was almost like, you know, we we all, you know envisioned the, you know, the mom, the dad, and the two kids, you know. So we had one. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the fun is getting there. Let's make another one. (laughs) And so uh, one thing that I did not, that did not, absolutely did not play in my head during my second pregnancy was the event of twins. Yeah. Because I got teased so bad about it my first pregnancy. And when I say teased, yes. it was just a family. Mm-hmm. Um, your gra- your granddad, my dad, mm-hmm. he, he had twin siblings. But unfortunately, they passed when they were very young babies. And you know, right. I think maybe, you know, just you know, at childbirth, Mercy. essentially. And mm-hmm. you, know, you know your granddad's story. They grew up in the country and, yes. you know, couldn't afford hospitals. And, you know, the lady in the neighborhood who helped women mm-hmm. have yeah, their lives. babies and, and yeah. all that kind of stuff. And so mm-hmm. that was that side. On your dad's side of the family, his grandmother, your great-grandma Kitty, mm-hmm. she had twins. And yep. um, uh, your your dad had fraternal Uh, twin aunts,
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and and so, you know, it was kind of like boom from both sides, but I thought when I made it through my first pregnancy, I was like, phew, Mm -hmm. made it through that, (laughs) you know, didn't even think about it again, Mm -hmm. and so, um, you know, it just seemed natural for us to want Mm -hmm. to, you know, continue our family, and so, you know, it's rather uneventful, you know, as those things can, can be. But you know, like I, you know, as, as y'all were adults, of course, you know, mm-hmm. I told you the fun is getting there, and most of you ladies should know what I mean, yeah. so you know. And uh, you know, when you
0: hear from your mother,
1: oh yeah, okay. oh yeah, it's, it's that weird <laughs> kind of thing, you know. Like, oh, you wear panties too. You know, so, you know? yeah. But anyway, um, so um, you know, the support had always been there. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see on on my side of the family, you were the first great-grand. Yeah. And so, you know, grand-grand was just ecstatic about that. Mm-hmm. Grand, your, your aunt Betty yeah. was your grand Grandbaddy,
0: yeah. So
1: on my side, I, I, I don't think my family's feet touched the ground yeah. for the first six months of your life.
0: Yeah.
1: And then, um, you know, of course, on the other side, uh your daddy was your mom's one and only, yeah, and so it was you know mm-hmm. you you were gonna be princess of the world, yeah, so you know that that was kind of what it came of. and then it was still you know it was still a celebration there mm-hmm. when we got ready, you know uh we you know, I thought I was, and mm-hmm. you know i um i let's see. I didn't do a, a home kid or anything. They were kind of just coming the out the there. Same. And, okay. you know, sometimes you didn't trust them very well because you could get false positives all the time. And, yeah, You know, somebody walking hard and shake it, vibrate it, make it crazy, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Something dumb like that. But anyway, wow. um, um, I was feeling, you know, I knew what to look for that second time around. And so I felt... Like, "Mm, might be. And then I knew we were trying. Right. So um, I wasn't so naive, I guess, as I was um, the first time around. Plus, I had a busy toddler in you. Yeah, So, you know, you kind of just making way, doing something, you feel a little wave and Mm -hmm. all that goes with that. And so made an appointment. And um, I didn't even tell your dad, you know, to come, because I say, well, you know, it's so early, they won't be able to tell you whether it's a girl or a boy. Of course, he mm-hmm. was like any man hoping for a boy. Yeah. And so I I, I didn't even tell him to meet me, you know, mm-hmm. at the appointment. Wow. And so I just said, okay, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, see you at home later this evening. Mm-hmm. So I went for the appointment and they do what they do, you know, initially they have you pee in a cup and yeah. pee in a cup and it shows you know what it does and mm-hmm. that indicates a pregnancy and so the rest of it is confirmed by them drawing mm-hmm. blood this is back in the day day yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure still
0: pretty much yeah if you come in early enough right know, in the it, ultrasound right and yeah.
1: and if you you know if you're not past the obvious you got yeah. a belly you're a pregnant <laughs> right. you know but anyway um you know they did all that and so you you know you wait for a little while and and then they let you know mm-hmm. and so um I was and uh was happy about that, mm-hmm. and so um then I think it was either oh a, a couple of weeks. Uh, They booked me for an appointment so they could see, you know, where I actually was in the mm-hmm. pregnancy. Mm-hmm. So that actually was the the appointment oh, okay. that I told daddy, don't, don't worry, because worry I was it. going straight after school. Yeah. Still had to, you know, get home to you and, mm-hmm. and all of that. So life was busy. So, you know, let me, look, roll up in here and find out, you know, if everything, just, really you're just confirming it yeah. and and finding out that everything's good. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so I get there and they hook you, you know, to the monitor and they put the cool jelly on your belly, you know, yeah. and all of that good stuff. And so I'm laying up there, very relaxed, you know, 'cause the ambience in the room, the lights are low, and some little music, ting, ding, ting, you know, yeah. playing, and all of that. But um, it was, um, you know, just, you know, just not different from what I was used to. With, you know, haven't been there before with you. Right. And so I'm laying there, and you know, the lady scanning my belly, and. You know, she's nodding and okay. And, you know, of course, she is also measuring of and making notes mm-hmm. and that kind of thing. And so, you know, she goes on and then she goes, oh. And, and then she go, oh, my. You know, like that. And I'm like. Well, By the, oh, my, I'm raising up off the table, like, yeah. is everything okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, is my baby okay? You know, and that kind of stuff. Because it, it wasn't a stressful, oh, uh, mm-hmm. oh my God, kind mm-hmm. of thing. But it was still concerning to me, <laughs> Yeah, you know. And so um, she said, oh, my goodness. And I said, what is it? I'm by now. I'm like all up, mm-hmm. looking at the screen and looking and not seeing. You know, because yeah. I'm I, I know whatever it is is something that's not obvious. You know, right. because they take no they folks and it. all mm-hmm. of that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, I what's going on? What's wrong? And she says nothing wrong. She say, How do you feel about twins? <laughs> and I kind of paused a minute and I kept saying twins. You mean, like, two babies. Like, for real, two babies. Twin, she said, ma'am, the last time I checked, twins were two babies at the same time. I said, oh, my gosh, I'm having twins. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just remember just beaming, you know, yeah. being very excited. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, being very overwhelmed because yeah. you were a busy toddler. Yeah. And everything that we were doing, that was our first time. Mm-hmm. Your first steps were our, yeah, our. It was our first time with a kid taking first steps. Right. Your first teeth were our first time as parents with a child having teeth and pains and Everything all else. that goes with it and mm-hmm. stuff. And so, you know, I'm sure we were involved in some firsts by that. But at that time, we really were, you know, trying to find. Proper daycare, preschool yeah. situation, because you were about to be two mm-hmm. that that spring, and so um, that that was weighing pretty heavily, right? Trying and to find um, proper, exactly, place. and yeah. and you know, don't get me wrong, your say say was wonderful, mm-hmm. but you know, even I had something in me as a mom but mm-hmm. most certainly as an educator. educator yeah. I knew, you know, they, you know, all this research back in those days had, you know, pretty much said that earlier, you know, immersion in things mm-hmm. like reading and mm-hmm. instead of talking goo goo gaga baby talk with your baby, actually speak, speak. Yeah you know sure. and and talk and mm-hmm. encourage your, your child to do the same right. so i was all into that you know yeah. and stuff Definitely. and so <laughs> uh yeah and so we uh you know in 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 those days i remember were trying to find a a right place to have you mm-hmm. so all that way and and that was all whirling through my mind on top of we're having twins, as I, I don't even remember the ride home yeah. from <laughs> from the doctor's office to our house because those those thoughts oh, were just like, whirling in my ahead. head. Yeah. so I get home and I I let um I let your say say know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and she was like, your your say say as you well know, you know she was the seer of all, you know the moon <laughs> had told her that you know. And she was like, I knew it. I told you. Yeah. I and, I, and I was like, but when? when I never you, remember. Right. you know, but anyway, that that was just the way she was. Right. You know? right. But she was, she was very happy. Okay. And then uh, it was your dad came. And so I heard his, you know, Uh, him opening the door and we had a split foyer and for those who of you who might not know a split foyer is the type of house that when you walk in you go upstairs to the living space you go Mm -hmm. downstairs to other living space like at at our house layout we had two other bedrooms and a den downstairs and so I I I came. I mentioned there at the top of the steps coming up mm-hmm. to the in into the living room.
0: Right.
1: I stopped him at the door, and I said, "I want you to stop right there because I wanted to get the full effect <laughs> when it's, it's I reaction. told him."
0: Yeah.
1: And so, um, I um I said he said everything okay because he knew I had gone to the doctor. He said, is everything okay. I said yeah. He said we know what we having. I said we are having twins and I kind of put special emphasis on it because I just wanted to see the look on his face and his eyes got big and he was just grinning I thought he was just gonna be like, "Oh my God," you know. Right. He just—it was re- a little muted. Right. He's like, "Okay, <laughs> <My daddy. laughs> okay." Like, like somebody just told us we want a vacation to, yeah. to the beach or something. It was really kind of funny when I think back on it. Yeah. And so I, I did get my moment to take in, but he was ecstatic, mm-hmm. and instead of me being the one calling all out extended family. He was on the phone. Wow. Guess what? Teresa having twins, no you know, and so goodness. that was it. So he you know? was doing it. He was doing it. And so uh, you know, that was it. But um, you know, when you talk about worth, you know, mm-hmm. I look at it, the worth is in the blessing it is. Mm-hmm. One, I'm I'm telling you, and as you well know, you probably have friends that you've encountered and mm-hmm. even your own personal uh journey. There are complications. Oh yes, there are things that could go so, so terribly wrong. wrong. Yes, mm-hmm. and I know that is some of why we are having this conversation. Yeah, you know because it 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 just does seem like these things happen with African American moms yes. more so than any other population. Yes, and so you know um i you know as i journeyed in this second pregnancy you know most of everything was pretty normal and i kind of if you were here with me i'd do some air quotes cuz every pregnancy is different even pregnancies separate pregnancies in the same person yeah. you know everything was like textbook easy breezy with you right you know even to breastfeeding and all of that Mm -hmm. and not during the pregnancy but the event of your sister's birth was where the complications began with me Mm -hmm. and i as some women um can become i i was preeclampsic did not know that I was, I continued to work. I was a teacher, mm-hmm. um, you know, on my doctor's visits, you know, I, it was one visit I remember particularly, maybe about a month out from them being born, which I, the the, um, the original due date was in July, but your, uh, your sisters actually were born in June. Yeah, And, um, you know, early in June, just before, well, really it was in May, uh, my feet out of nowhere just swole. Yeah, and I could not even wear the shoes you know that I had. I had to buy, you know, hugely <laughs> big shoes, and and my feet weren't long enough for them. But the gift that they gave, yeah, you know, no, and they no were way. actually just little cheap tennis shoes with no shoelaces in it.
0: And if I could just interject here, um because I think this is speaking to definitely what's currently happening with um, the unfortunate passing yes. of the Olympic athlete Tori Bowens and um, and other reports of other um, African-American women losing their lives by trying to bring a life into the world. Mm-hmm. But just to ask a clarifying question, did you feel like you got any information? I know this is 1992, mm-hmm. but... Any information about what signs to look for? That,
1: that I will say I didn't, you know. And I'll be honest with you. Mm -hmm. Everything that was going on with me during my pregnancy with my twins was, I just attributed it to being pregnant Pregnant. with twins. Mm -hmm. Any difference that it was to being pregnant with you, I just equated it to being pregnant with twins. My back really hurts. Well. You know, that was probably my kidneys having issues, issues. with the preeclampsia. Yeah. You know, um, my my feet are huge.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm looking
1: like Bigfoot. Here, yeah. you know? and, and, you know, it was sudden. Mm-hmm. And it actually happened in between my visits. I had started, okay. yeah. at that point, I had started going, I had got one appointment mm-hmm. in. Starting going once a week, I was yeah. that far into it, you know. I had done them once a month and then every two weeks, and mm-hmm. had done one appointment, you know. And now they wanted me to come every week because anticipating, uh, it may be earlier yeah. than because y'all yeah, they they it was multiples, and sometimes yeah. you know you go early with them, so you know, I um you know i I you know you just you, you know your question I know backed up to, and I kind of got off track with it okay. was you know did I literally did I think twice about becoming a mom again? no I didn't in fact, you know that was you know as much as you as parents thoughtfully mm-hmm. you know try to map out and not just when you're having kids but you know. Where we're gonna live, and mm-hmm. do I stay home when we have kids, and yeah. you work, or we work it together? How we gonna do that? You know, that was that was you know the next step. Yeah. You know, yeah. that's you know, and I I pretty much gave your dad a, a somewhat of an ultimatum. Mm-hmm. I said, whatever happens at that at the point you were born, I I you know I turned thirty after I had you, right? But I wasn't looking to. You know, just be having babies and babies and babies. But I told your dad that you know whatever happened between there and thirty five, whether it's two or ten, yeah, I'm through. That's you know, <laughs> and I and I and I uh, pretty much let him know
0: mm-hmm.
1: that you know if if you know because he was anticipating a single birth till I knew I was having twins, mm-hmm. but. You know, even since I said, if we do this one more time, I'm coming home. Mm, right. and, and that was going to be my work, you know, yeah. being a stay home, uh, mother. you know.
0: Okay, well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Okay, fam, the conversation was just too good. So we had to break it up into two parts. Part two is coming up in our next episode so get excited. We will dive into the movie 1001 with our reviews and commentary. Thank you again for listening to All About Everything. Again, I thank my mother for her wisdom and her love and her choice to be my mother. I so appreciate that. Can't say it enough. All right, y'all. Until next time, God bless.